This is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans, and that's all that counts to me. Goodbye and good night. This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Woo! He now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. Woo! James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. Yeah. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping off the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend I'll let Welcome to One Nation Radio, and now here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd, and thank you for listening. Welcome to One Nation Radio, everybody. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Uh, I, I, I guess you're over there celebrating. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I kind of got mine in, uh, in Vegas, but uh, I guess he, you know, we didn't do the podcast on Sunday, so I guess you know you had to go ahead and do this anyway, huh? You already know. Happy days are here. AJ Styles is now the WWE Champion, which means more importantly, Jinder Mahal is not the WWE Champion. No more two-star WWE title matches on pay-per-view. Excellence being brought to the belt. No more bullshit. I'm just so happy, man. I'm so happy. I don't even care. The I don't even care. <laughs> Look, it's never going to be the same as that first rain was, which is just, you know, ridiculous, stupid, ruined the, ruined the show for six months, embarrassed the main events. We're going to let Cool in the Game slide for a minute, but welcome to One Nation Radio. Um... As you guys can see, uh, we hadn't hadn't done a show on Sunday, so I didn't get to go into my full celebration mode. It's, you know, I don't I don't want to say it's worn off or anything, but it's it's just been a week. You know, there's a lot happened uh, since then. But I'm sure throughout the show, I'll find little ways to sneak something in there. But James, what's going on, man? Uh, not too much. Uh, sick. But other than that, uh, good. Yeah, man. Um, I, I swear I have the like immune, the immune system of a toddler. I don't know what's going on with me. You all right? Yeah, it's a head cold. Oh, man. 
Um, yeah, man. So uh, we got Survivor Series on on Sunday. I, I guess we need to actually start with the WWE Championship changing hands to AJ Styles last week on SmackDown. Uh, we did a Montreal screw job episode, um, you know, last week. And, you know, we missed One Nation Live. So, uh, James, what were your thoughts on the match? And are you happy to, to have seen, uh, you know, that switch of the title? Um, so, I didn't see it live. At, I saw it on delay. I saw it the day after, actually. Um, I managed to uh, avoid, um, how do I say this? I managed to avoid the official spoiler so I could still play in my mind that, uh, you know, anything could happen. Uh, so I watched the match. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good match. I thought uh, they pulled out pretty much all the stops that let you know. Like, there was, a, there was a point where in the match where you thought, oh, wow, he's actually going to win. Uh, AJ Styles is actually going to win this title. And then he did. It made me think of um, in a similar fashion to they, when Naomi beat Alexa Bliss for the title earlier this year for the first time uh, is like they had a match where like you, you know their normal match pattern where they go through this that and the third and then they get to a certain point and then like you know the heel does their cheating and then in normal fashion that's what like that's right where uh, the baby or the what the baby face you know gets screwed and loses and then uh, the heel doesn't actually get the pinfall and he's like oh well, what's going to happen now because like clearly. I watched up WWE television that I know like that's right where that guy's supposed to get screwed or that person's supposed to be screwed right there and lose and look, you know, like shit. So what's going to happen next? Uh, and, you know, it, it was a really good match. It was probably, was that the best gender match since you've been champion? I had it at like a three and three quarters. So I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have it that high, but, uh, so I would was, say it, yes. <laughs> I can't off the top of my head think of one that was really better. Um, but yeah, I, I, but yeah, it was a good effort. Uh, he acquitted himself nicely. Um, again, I don't know what you know was going on with the rumors about you know he had all these uh, shoulder injury or whatever uh, at the time. But he looked fine to me. Uh, but it, you know he is conspicuous by his absence on uh, the SummerSlam card or SummerSlam the Survivor Series cards, much like uh, Owens and. Uh, Zane and, and Kane as well so uh, we'll see how that comes into play on Sunday I was so happy to see AJ Styles win the title that he should have never lost essentially uh, from the moment it, it, it was taken off of him the WWE Championship has been in disarray uh, we had to experience the worst WWE uh, Championship match in 30 years at Wrestlemania um, we had to watch the belt you know not be defended but be tied up in the House of Horrors match. We had Jinder Mahal drag the championship to even lower depths than it was uh, in the Punjabi prison matches and, you know, the Singh Brothers fuck finishes and um, everything else, you know, looking above the WWE championship, you know, uh, throughout the title reign. Uh, he was regularly out of the main event. And it seemed like they were just, like, hiding him as, you know, superior guys were near him at every turn. Um, you know, he was so limited and it just like, I'm just so glad it's over. <laughs> I'm so glad it's over because, uh, it, you know, this was, this is going like spoiler alert. Um, uh, our one nation radio awards are, are coming in, in, you know, like a month or two. I'm 
definitely sure that's I don't even think we should nominate uh, for the IWC award. That's definitely the IWC award this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and an upset if WWE figured out something to do um, that that pissed like that that like pissed off internet wrestling fans or whatever or would cause more of a commotion than like Roman Reigns' monster four year push. So yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. In my impression, I mean, like just just the worst. Uh, yeah, AJ Styles so, saved the WWE Championship, bro. Like. Like I really feel like he's he saved it. He saved Survivor Series. Everything was on paper. You know, it it kind of everything falls back to its natural order of what makes sense in your mind um, for all this stuff. But you know, um, I'm still I'm still waiting on like a week, two weeks, three weeks from now. Um whatever to find out like what made them decide what was the like deciding factor like what was the last straw if you will or whatever else that made or what was the impetus to make them make this change or if they make this change and make and change it right back whatever like what what set this in motion i I just wonder because there's a couple things that you could argue you know i've seen it written that you know once uh kenny omega and chris jericho snatched the attention you know of the internet and everything like that you know, WWE, in their mind, they needed to start shaking shit up and, and getting that attention back on them. And, you know, AJ Styles won the belt, like, right after. Um, I don't know. There's, but, a, there's but, a lot but, of but things. The thing about that is, like, that match was scheduled but even before that Jericho thing. Uh, I, I'd have to look up the dates. Yeah, like, he was scheduled to have that match, like, two weeks ago. Like, two weeks' time ago. The Jericho thing happened, like, two Sundays ago. Or nah, I think the Jericho one was first. Well, it happened at the uh, Dominion, right? It happened at Power Struggle. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure, like, the day after this SmackDown where uh, Jinder and uh, the Singh brothers beat down AJ was when he got his title match. Got, her, got his title match. So that was, like, you know, roughly, like, 16 days ago. Or 15 days ago. Uh, yeah, I have to look it up. But, um, yeah, like, it, it's just good to see AJ Styles getting back that championship, especially seeing him win it as a babyface and just ending, like, six months of mediocrity. I, I just, whatever. But moving on to Survivor Series, um, we have a much more appetizing card uh, than it initially looked like it was going to be, which I'm halfway convinced was a work. Um, there, there was no way they were going to run all those heel versus heel matches that we thought. Otherwise, this show would have been flat out awful. Um, well, they, I mean, to be fair, they still have two champion versus champion matches that are set up in their heels. Like, granted, we all know that when a push comes to shove, when they bring Miz out, their Miz gonna get cheered, and the same thing goes for the Usos. But they're still, you know, Hill champions versus Hill champions on this card. People were saying the Usos are turning face, especially like now that American Alpha's kind of turned. So I don't know what they're doing with the Usos, but um, plenty, yeah, but, plenty to get yeah. into. Um, I guess we can start right there. Actually, let's start like right at the beginning. We got Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. Uh, Universal Champion versus WWE Champion. Um, this is a match that 
this is the Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar match that we never got to see. Uh, I think, and a lot of Daniel Bryan's promo the other day kind of felt like that. Um, AJ Styles obviously being the, the the best guy in WWE against Brock Lesnar, their quote unquote biggest star, and I don't, you know, I don't understand anyone that wouldn't want to see this personally. But um, how do, how are you feeling about the match, James? Um, I have pretty much have uh, two like stock answers for that, which is one, which pretty much comes down to depending on uh, what the match is. If it's a Brock Lesnar, you know, fifteen suplexes and a F and one F five, and we're out in eight minutes, then I wish they never did that. Did this, and if they actually have like you know like a fifteen minute, um, something something resembling the AJ or sorry, the Lesnar versus CM Punk type match or whatever else, then I'll be, you know, then that'll be one of the best matches of the year and we'll all be satisfied. and We'll be happy. Um, it, it pretty much all comes down to, you know, Brian Lesnar, how he feels, how he, how he rolls out of bed in the morning. Yeah, man. Um, I see a lot of people concerned that, you know, there's no doubt going to be a squash of AJ Styles. I, I really don't buy that because Styles is, shown so much to that company over the over this summer of being just tried at every turn. I don't think they're going to disrespect that man like that. And also, he's not Braun Strowman. He's not Samoa Joe who's washed like compared to what he was. Wait, what? Samoa Joe's washed compared to what he was. Yes. Okay, you got to start you're using the word wash wrong. Like you say diminished, you don't have to say washed. Like when I think washed, I think like Dwayne. Well, I'm watching the NBA game right now, so I'm thinking like Dwayne Wade is washed. Like, like that dude is not like nearly like that dude is not even a star anymore. That's not what's that's not thinking when I think of washed, right? Like, yeah, but you you're using washed to mean like yeah, he just like he doesn't have his fastball anymore, or he, or he's not like a superstar anymore. Like that's those are two different things to me. Like there, I feel like there's a lot of like excess on the on the on the freeway between washed and, and diminished. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, which one do you mean? Do you mean he's washed? Or do you mean yes. Like, I mean, he's, he's washed like, compared to, to what he was. I, I mean, he's washed compared to what he was, how everyone tells me Samoa Joe was and a couple of tapes I've seen, like he does a whole lot less, you know, in, in the ring and the matches are a, a little bit, you know, not, they're, they're not of the legend that was built up to me. So, the match he had with Finn Balor on Raw like two weeks ago was great until they had that finish. I didn't see that match. Oh well, you know, there you go. Watch TV, watch the wrestling. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like takeover matches, takeover matches with Nakamura were good. Were really good too. The match he had where that guy ended up getting screwed up because of uh his bleeding at uh that WrestleMania takeover. That match was set to be great too until the ref won again the way all the time too. Like he can still go. It's just. He lost to Brock Lesnar, and then he hurt, and then they put him in that freeway, and then he hurt his knee, and now he's back. I, 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 I have no reservations, or how do I say this? I have no, uh, I have no concerns with, with with Joe. Like if this Joe thing doesn't work out, like over what he's done uh, in the time where he got himself over in that over the summer, like it's on them. It's not on him. He's not AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> huh? He's not AJ Styles, and, and I say that oh, because he's not, oh no no I'm not saying he's not AJ I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying he's not AJ Styles like I don't, I don't know we're getting stuck up on stupid stuff but anyway like 
I, the match, that tag match that he had with Finn Balor on, on Monday, like, they were great as a tag team. Great. It's almost as if, you know, they've been a tag team before, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, right? <laughs> uh, so, like, I say it like that. If you look at all Lesnar's opponents this year, they've been, like, you know, big lumbering dudes that aren't going to go out there and have a 20-minute epic match with him. <laughs> AJ Styles is the guy for that and I don't I don't think they're gonna like do like the only kind of fuckery I could see ensuing is if gender comes out here and fucks AJ Styles essentially but do you want Brock Lesnar winning off of interference or do you really want him you know going over strong you know so I, I think there's a lot of intrigue there and this on paper like if you look at to me this is the most like intriguing matchup in WWE right now like if I can pluck two guys for the main event is these two I mean, if I could pluck two guys from an event, like, AJ will be one of them. Look, Brock wouldn't be one for me because, like, I know Brock and his bullshit. Like, so maybe... maybe All right, if uh, you're getting the real Brock Lesnar, then. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, like, does that even exist anymore? Like, it's been years since we've seen that guy. Got a point there. Um, <clears throat> happy to see it. You know, it's, you know... Uh, a, a match that uh, I didn't know we were going to get, and I, is a lot better than the alternative, which yeah. would have been Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers coming out here, a- absolutely doing God knows what in, in the main event. Yeah, abso- yeah, absolutely. Like I don't want to. I don't. I don't mean to sound like doom and gloom or whatever, or sound like just completely just eh, man, whatever, but or disaffected, but. I just like Brock has left a real bad taste in my mouth over the last um, over the last like couple of years. So for me, it's just you know, if he if he shows up, if he shows up and he comes perform, cool. Like WrestleMania uh, this year was awesome. That five minute match was awesome. It's one of the best five minute matches you'll go ahead and find. Like it's one of the best uh, five minute matches you'll find this side of of the Big Show. I'm sorry, of uh, the Giant and Ming, right? But it's uh, <laughs> but. But at the same time, like, I, I'm fully aware that, like, Brock Lesnar, if you don't want to give a fuck, they won't, they won't, they won't make him. And so, you will gladly go out there and, you know, suplex you to death and F5 you and, and, and take it on home. So because they make it because they, you know, they have to build Brock Lesnar and give him a push. Because, you know, anytime you have a gigantic dude that looks like the white Incredible Hulk and is a legitimate shoot fighter... You got to push him. You got to give him a push to get him over. Yeah. So basically, Brad Lesnar so, has turned to the young bloods. If you don't give a damn, he don't give a fuck, essentially. Sort of. But, like, they're protecting him right now, and, you know, good for them because, you know, they have done a lot of, like, damage to him over the years. But pretty much, you you, you, you sort of see the same pattern where, like, okay, he's beating guys left, like, he's beating guys taking their best shots, and then he's beating them with his finish one time. Why? To set up Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 34. And ultimately, like, I hope that match is good. I'm pretty sure that match is going to be good, given what they did at WrestleMania 31. But, like, I'm not going to be, like, they have a great match. At the end of the day, I'm still like, yay, Roman is the title. So, we, Roman has the title. He gets to carry it, hopefully, for uh, more than 70 days because he doesn't catch a PED suspension this time around, right? Like, so, it's, you know, it's all or... just, like, they don't. They don't want yeah. him to like lose the belt like to to a heel, you know, and chase it all over again. Like, 
Dude, if they did that again, I, if they do that, I'd be so furious. Like you, you're prolonging the, you're prolonging like the long reigns title reign again, again. Yep. How many false starts are we gonna have? I don't know, man. Uh, but let's talk about the five on five match. Um, we've got Team Raw, which is made up of Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H, who came back on Monday against Team SmackDown. Uh, all baby faces, I might add. Uh, Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John Cena. This match, uh, to to say it um, lightly, is juice to the gills. And I don't mean, like, <laughs> as far as, like, you know, dudes being enhanced or anything. I mean, like, just if you're just trying to add extra motherfuckers in there just, just for no reason, you know, Triple H and Cena. Yeah, just put Triple H and Cena in there. Um, now, the elephant in the room in this match are a lot of these guys, you know, these are a lot of old dudes in this match. The youngest dude is Braun Strowman. He's thirty four. Right. And and the funny part is, I made that. I mentioned that uh, when it was Jason Jordan before they actually you know screwed him up, screwed him over, and then moved him to the side and told that man to move around. Uh, I had made a point on the on the uh, group thread that yeah, Braun Strowman's the second youngest guy on this team. He's thirty four. And then like move him out and add in you know a guy that's even older. And it's like oh, so now. I mean, granted, I, I always felt that, like, you know, with The Rock, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, a lot of, or Cena even, a lot of guys over the last 15 years or so have sort of, like, de- have sort of changed that whole thing where, like, you don't you don't get a run with a title until you're in your, you know, mid-30s. Mm-hmm. Now, like we're back, we're almost right back to where we were. We're like, Brett doesn't get the title until he's what? It, it, so what, he's thirty-five. Was, until he's like, yeah, thirty-five, pretty much. Like Austin was in that same similar thing where guys were getting in their mid-thirties, more or less. Like we're back to that almost. Well, maybe not as far as the titles term, but as far as like you're at the tippy top, you're a main event guy or whatever. Pretty much, like you do your time on the Indies or in TNA, or Ring of Honor. Like, there's so many Japan obstacles or whatever. Buy your trade, go to NXT for God knows how long, and then you show up, and boom, you'll be ready to get your push when you're 37 years old, like Nakamura or some shit. <laughs> and who, or, who or knows how much like you got left? Or whatever. Right, and who knows how much you got left yeah. by that time? And I don't know if it's necessarily even an age thing in every case. Sometimes it's like a TV, you know. And I and I read this during when I read the death of WCW. Not necessarily somebody's real age. It's like their TV age. Like, how long have you been in, in our face? Like, oh, Nakamura yeah. and Randy Orton are the same age, right? But it feels like Randy right. Orton has been on TV since I was a kid. Because why? Yeah. Because he literally has. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, Orton's been on. Orton and Cena have been on in the hell. Uh, Angle, Triple H. It only gets worse the further TV. you go up. It only gets worse. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, def- there's definitely something to that. I mean, like, when you think about, like, Orton still being around, and outside of him, you know, like, working with, uh, you know, the guys they just bring up, like, he's wrestled everybody, right? Like, who is, who is like, aside from, like, Kevin Owens, who, what, like, 
top guy or top ish guy has ready or not feuded with yet. It hasn't been on that has been on the main roster for more than like two years at this point. Like was, there's, there's very few of our between. Like everybody else is like, like he's listing new opponents like the guys they're just bringing up more or less. Yeah, uh, but what what are we expecting out of this match? Because I, I'm assuming it's gonna go like 50 plus minutes and. Um, yeah, I feel like there's so many baby faces in this match. Like someone's got to turn in this match. I mean, if if you were to pick somebody to do the you know 2014 Big Show screw you screw somebody over or whatever, like wouldn't it wouldn't the number one candidate be Cena? If uh, except for the fact that like Cena never turns LOL. No, no it's got to never be, give it, up. It's Orton. It's, it's still Orton. It, but who is but who is he screwing over exactly? Anyone. Look, that man's, you know, he out there about to fight against Triple H. Like, they, them boys out there reforming someone to fly. He's about to be a mole on, on SmackDown Live for Triple H. Like, even I'm, though Triple H screwed. Even though Orton still owes that head up for what happened to him uh, at the end of 2014. Yeah. Um, there, there, there's a lot of, like, weird matches like that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you, you could get Bobby Roode. You can get Randy Orton. Maybe they come <laughs> to their senses and do it with Rude because that man's speaking not of, meant to be a babyface. Hey, speaking of uh, Bobby Rude, right? What the hell is he doing in this match? There's nothing for, like there's nothing like this match ends right, and what does he go to? I, I that's why I think it's either him or Orton who has to who has to turn. Like like there has to be some type of conflict that arises to uh to to get him in you know maybe Orton in a feud. You know you never know. That's true. Hey, I got a question, right? Yeah. Speaking of speaking of um, everything, right? As far as like what happens like after uh, the show, like what's next? As far as what can happen, as far as turns, whether it's like you know Owens and Zayn showing up or right. uh, Kane showing up to screw uh, Strowman or whatever, like and you know the whole thing of will you know what's going to happen as far as you know Angle in the match, will, will he turn on uh, Triple H or whatever, you know, because of his son or whatnot. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, what was what? What are they fighting over? Like, what is Raw and SmackDown fighting over? They're fighting for brand supremacy, mm. for pride. So, so, they're, so brand supremacy. They're, they're, so they're brand supremacists. Yes. They're br- brand, brand supremacists. supremacists. There's, there's none but the blood and the crips. You see the red and the blue. What yeah, side you want? That's... You know. <laughs> Uh, this is man. This is gang warfare. You know that, that's all that was. And when they showed up, you know, uh, invaded each other's shows. They were wearing their their colors and you know under siege and everything like that. Um, it was it was interesting, like to say the least. Like, what did you make of the invasions? Which one did you like more? Like, I like the raw one better because at least like they had a reason to invade them, which was like you guys came to our show out of nowhere and whooped our ass, so we gonna come back and whoop your asses. Uh, like Shane, right after you being a babyface in their in the main event of a freaking SmackDown pay per view, shows up, shows up and literally goes robots with Col- Colonel Jessup and uh, a few good men type shit and wears the code red to go out there and invade Raw for no good reason at all. Like, Stephanie wasn't even on TV. Triple H was on TV. Uh, Angle didn't say nothing to you. They ain't say, they throw no bombs, no shots, no nothing. They just like, look, it's going to be brand versus brand. They show up, whoop, slaps everybody. Look, the, new, the New Day literally slapped 
Titus O'Neil's skin and whooped his black ass <laughs> for no reason. Right? <laughs> and like and the, and, there, and then they come back the next the next day and the trip Daniel Brown's like, bro, what the fuck? And then Shane was like Sorry, player. Yeah, I, I, I just made a move. I would not no no uh just a unilateral decision. That man's out here real real trumpish with his dictatorship. I just did and it. Then started, that man is get fitted for that iron fist he finna, he has right now. I don't I don't know, like so for me the raw one made more sense because they were actually retaliating as opposed to Shane basically going rogue. A- anytime somebody whoops Shane McMahon, it's cool with me. I love seeing that man get repeatedly power bombed over and over and over again. Uh, I-, I like seeing an old man, Kurt Angle, like, you know, who can't stand all the way up straight, who's like constantly crouched, uh, giving him the angle slam and, and fucking him up. Um, you know, they ran through and, you know, the shield came out there. It was a little funny seeing Strowman and Roman next to each other like everything was all good. I was good. just about to bring that up. It, it, was, it was a little funny ain't seeing the, that. Ain't no brand supremacy strong enough in the world for uh, for uh, to explain the fact that Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns are out here helping each other at, at, at a damn thing on, t- on the camera. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. I understand Roman just turned. I understand Strowman just turned face or whatever recently because he got thrown in a dumpster and came back and out. You know, survived death again. He's almost like Tupac in the way he keeps surviving these these uh, these deaths, <laughs> these death experiences. Anyway, uh, I just I just do not understand how you can literally think like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this, this, and this. No one says, hold on, wait. They tried to literally murder each other, yes. so maybe we shouldn't put them like right next to each other. Like at least at the beginning of the SmackDown like, like show, separated. when they remember at least at the beginning of the SmackDown show when they were doing that stupid uh, Shane is you know standing talking to basically barking orders and encouragement to like the the, the brand when they showed that they were going to have a match between Sankara and Baron Corbin at least when they were both in the shot there was you know uh, the glorious Bobby Roode in between them you know as a so you could be like, okay, that you know maybe they don't spark each other because that means because because Bobby Roode's in the way they respect Bobby Roode, okay, because he's the glorious one, the cool. Right. Them dudes is right there in the ring looking at each other and helping each other do moves. Like I, I can't get down with that. No, nah, yeah. bro, yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna. I'm that's, not with you it. You know, like that could that's probably that's a good chance that's gonna win feud of the year this year. Like it was a, in for the first half of the year that was a lot to be feud of the year. Like the Usos and New Day might have caught it. Uh, the the shield meaning Ambrose and Rollins versus Cesaro and Sheamus may have caught up to that, but like that's one of the three biggest feuds of the year this year, and you got these dudes out here just it's all cool, it's it's all fine, yeah. It's all about this brand supremacy. We brand supremacists. Yes, yes, uh, you know, but um, SmackDown will not replace us. L O L. One underrated thing I noticed, um, if you notice when the Usos ran out to the ring. They faced off with Roman Reigns, and there was, like, this slight pause where it was like, I can't fight y'all. Y'all my, you know, we're family. And then uh, Seth Rollins and and, Roman, or, and Dean Ambrose don't give a fuck about none of that. Like, <laughs> and they jumped on them, them boys. Like, that shit was great. Like, I, I, I like that. I like that, but it was sort of weird because, like, I thought I thought Dean was extended bloodline uh, treatment over the years. I thought, you know, many times that Dean has saved Roman Reigns' sorry yeah. ass. yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Um. Who Who do you think is gonna win? 
uh, this, the Raw SmackDown yeah. uh, men's uh, elimination match. Yeah. The SmackDown oh, always... It's gotta... Sorry, go ahead. SmackDown always wins these things. Always. Okay, so... I'm gonna say Raw because, like, Think of it like this: Who's the who's the worst member? Like kayfabe wise, who's the worst member? Kayfabe, Rich, not 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 who you want to see. Kayfabe wise, who is the the, the least? Who is the weak, the weak link on the SmackDown team? Shane. In kayfabe. Oh they, yeah, that's right. Shane McMahon is like the the MMA master and all that shit. I, I guess I'd say Bobby Roode. Okay, who's the who's the weak link in kayfabe on the Raw side? Ooh, that's 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 a little tougher. Um, Joe. Uh, nah, they be beating Finn Balor with Kane, so it's got to be Balor. <laughs> like at this rate, okay. Balor or well, Joe ain't I, doing no jobs out here. Basically, my point is, if we were doing a list of like K or in WWE's eyes as far as who they pushing or whatever. Uh, we would say the bottom of this list. The bottom of this list of uh, the ten guys are going to be like uh, right now Nakamura. And uh, and Bobby Roode compared to everybody else. So like for me, and then Orton Orton somewhere towards the bottom right now. They gave of the year they given him. So like just based on the star power alone, like it's the fact that they get you know like uh, you never seen this movie, but it's almost like uh, when um, in the Avengers when uh, Loki says we gotta say I have an army, and then Iron Man says to him I have a Hulk. Like, they got a strowman, bro. Ron has a strowman. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't, ain't nobody, that's the big face joker. Ain't nobody messing with that. I think the only only thing that could stop that is Kane coming out here and then basically yeah. Braun Strowman pulling that Bad News Brown and brawling back to the to, to, to the uh, backstage for the 10 count. You know, <laughs> it's a Survivor Series. There has to be so, some so, type of ridiculous elimination. So let me guess, the Kane ain't corporate this time around? Yeah, Kane is like mass Kane. But but Mass Kane was corporate Kane too. Yeah, two Canes. Remember him? Remember him? We we all look. Two canes, look, the authority uh, is just, on the way back, James. Slowly, it, it is slowly coming back. But if that's the case, then Raw needs to win. Then Jesus, uh, I, I always right. pick Smack. I always pick SmackDown in these because they always want to make it seem like SmackDown like kind of is on equal footing with them in the history of right. Raw versus SmackDown tag team matches. Like, SmackDown is never lost. Literally undefeated, never lost, LeVar Ball style. Like... <laughs> yeah, well, I understand that. You gotta give him a birthday, right? Yeah. You can't just be out here talking about, yes, you know, SmackDown never get a birthday. It's right. like Raw, Raw have a birthday every year. SmackDown will never get a birthday. I understand. I get that part. And if you're gonna have Brock but, beat AJ Styles, you know, you, <laughs> I think you gotta let SmackDown win. Unless you gonna go ahead and, and let AJ win, which I'm down with, I'm I'm actually predicting the AJ Styles win somehow, some way. We got to make it up out this hood one day. <laughs> unless 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 he unless uh, AJ Styles decides to decide to finish for himself, I don't think he's gonna win. And, and by and decide by to, finish to finish for himself with a gun. I, I mean, like, he going, like, oh, you're supposed to take this bump. Oh, my bad. I dropped you on your neck, uh, Brock. My bad. I guess I'm going to take this pin. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to get out of this match somehow. Um, yeah, man. Uh, the uh, third biggest match uh, for the top, uh, and it's literally, you could argue, it's the, it's, the, it's the biggest match. We have the Shield against the New Day. Um, I am so excited for this. 
Um, they're obviously it's phase versus phase, whatever. These dudes, the New Day, have been waiting for this opportunity. Um, if you ask me, and only me, who have you enjoyed, you know, over the, the time they've been together, you know, it's really, really close between these guys. And I tend to lean towards the New Day just because of how fun they are, how excited I get every time they come out, and how hilarious they are. You know, but obviously the six-man match, that's like a whole nother ball game. You know, like with the Shield, like these dudes are like the pioneers of this shit. Like they started this six-man shit. This is the things they get? Yeah, for modern WWE wrestling, the the new, I'm sorry, not dude, the Shield is definitely like, you know, they're definitely like the the kings of of this whole thing, definitely. And um, seeing these guys getting able to go at it, it's such a huge opportunity for the new day, because Kofi's kind of an elder statesman at this rate, and I think that's why he's kind of stepped back and they're letting Woods do a lot of the wrestling now. So between Woods and and Big E, this is their chance to feel like main eventers. What do you think about that? Um. I think it's the biggest match of their careers. Um, uh, my only really worry about whether or not this match, my only concern is, do they want to? Do they do they actually realize that the New Day and the Shield are their two biggest like uh, three man ten uh, three man factions of like I don't know twenty twenty five years or whatever? Do they re- do they recognize that or not? And if they do, how do they have this match and make it you know, a classic and they do all they need to do because they have to, you know, make Reigns look strong, you know, LOL, jo- jokey joke, um, circus CM Punk. And at the same time, not make the New Day out to be a complete clown show. Um, even though they are a clown show, but you mean as far, but I mean as far as like them being credible. Correct. Uh, historically, like if they come out here and they treat them, put them on equal footing and then the, the shield just happens to overtake them fine because that's the shield should win this match they absolutely should uh in the new day you know you look at the new day's record like they've absorbed plenty of losses um especially in the last like year uh so but for me i just really i really hope that they they you know they're they're willing to protect both teams that's all i'm really concerned about because Knowing them, they can be like, like it's, it's the original shield, you know, and just lose their minds. Yeah, they might do the whole. Y'all get eight minutes. They gonna eat you up. Smash you. They gonna eat you up. And yeah. yeah, if they do that, I'm going to be heavily disappointed because the new day this, deserves I mean, a lot more than that. Like this, I mean, this is, I mean, it's a WrestleMania card. It's a, it's, a, it's a WrestleMania quote unquote main event match, like. It, it wouldn't main event be the last match on, but it'd be one of those that they say headline to WrestleMania, a, a New Day versus Shield match in theory. Like, right, in theory, me, like, is... uh, on paper, it would. That match would absolutely be something that would that would fit on a WrestleMania card and be uh, one of the attractions to draw people to whatever 80,000-seat uh, arena or stadium that they uh, so choose to put the uh, the Spring Classic at. So This is as good really of a top four matches that WWE has done this year, like... And, you know, depending on how the women's match works out, like, I think this could definitely be a pay-per-view of the year contender. And um, with the Shield and the New Day, like you said, I hope they don't, don't come out there and squash them, but I think this is going to be Big E's coming out party. Um, 
Let's see what else we got. We got the Raw Tag Team Championship match against the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus against the Usos. They were the final two teams last year uh, in the uh, Raw vs. SmackDown deal. Uh, the Usos have had just about as good of a year of, as anyone. Uh, I definitely would be willing to nominate them for Wrestler of the Year this year. <laughs> um these guys have been have proved that you know they are the excellence in tag team wrestling along with some other guys and you know Cesaro and Sheamus have been the constant on you know these raw pay-per-views uh pretty much throughout the whole year they've got to have every type of cool match imaginable for a tag team and you know put matching them up against the Usos they're going to be right there with them I don't see how you go wrong in this match either nope I mean I think we're going to look back at the or get back to in a couple weeks or whatever uh, the end of the year review and the awards or whatever and like, I feel like we'll be littered with a whole bunch of Ambrose and Rollins, the New Day, Cesaro and Sheamus, and uh, the Usos because like they they have literally been like the constant um, excellent matches that we have gotten have been out of the tag team division um, and is it. This year has been the year of the tag team, the re- the renaissance, as uh, actually Chad uh, mentioned this on his podcast. It's been the re- the renaissance of the tag team division, and I, I would also add to it uh, the multi-man match. Like, almost all of the good matches in WWE, all of the best matches in WWE this year have been either multi-man matches or tag matches. Yeah, almost and, all and, of that's, them. and that's strange, like, because 2016, like, they were so strong... <laughs> Uh, with their one-on-one, you know, contests and main events and, you know, high-profile spots. It's kind of just weird how it all worked out this year because they did a lot of, like, good wrestler versus bad wrestler, like, <laughs> throughout the year. So, and they they kind of, like, have, they lowered their good guy with raising their, you know, bad guy, but they met somewhere in the middle less than that peak that they were operating on, like, we weren't getting, like, Roman Reigns and AJ Styles, like, in an extended feud. We weren't getting John Cena and AJ Styles in an extended feud. Like, it was a little different this we year. Getting, yeah, we weren't getting any Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a, in a like, spotlight match for one right. of their careers. Like, or for a part of their career. No, we're not, we weren't getting that at all this year. Like, we were getting Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania. We were getting Shane McMahon <laughs> versus Kevin Owens inside Hell in a Cell and have them wrestling on top of the cage to actually build suspense. Uh, so... Yeah, that's what, I mean, uh, not a knock on shame, but, like, it's, it's endemic of the problem with WWE. Like, it was Jinder Mahal, like, you know, versus Nakamura, and every match has a fuck finish, or Naka, or any gender match has a fuck finish in it, except for um, when he actually uh, last beat Nakamura. So, it's been a lot of it this year, and, and it's been at the top of the card, and it, ha- it has been frustrating at times, but, uh, like, I, I feel like, with the, with the tag teams, that's the one thing you could re, you could rely on, absolutely. Yes. With the tag team, so with those with those two or those four guys, like they give them time, like they're gonna have a good match regardless. And again, the more time they give them, the better match is gonna end up being. Yeah. Um. So the women, uh, we have Team Roberts SmackDown, also a five on five deal. We have Captain Alicia Fox. I want to make sure I say that right. Uh, Nia Jax, Oscar, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. Against Team SmackDown, uh, Becky Lynch, Carmella, Naomi, Tamina, and to be announced. So, I guess that is the place that we should begin. James, 
I heard something on uh, Observer Radio, what's up Mike, uh, today which I thought made all the sense in the world and I'm sure you're going to hate it. I, I listen to Observer live and radio today too. Is it is it uh, basically the tables have turned from last year? Yes, the tables have turned. Oh. Yes, um, so if you guys aren't familiar with what happened last year, uh, Nikki Bella was taken out of the match by Natalia. We came later to find out, um, you know, and which led a few to a few with those uh, ladies. And the deal this time would be somehow Natalia is supposed to, you know, be the fifth member, but she gets whooped on or attacked or something, and Nikki Bella basically comes back and takes her place back back and being the fifth member of the Survivor Series team. I think that's an excellent idea just because I like, you know, close you know, you do it one and then you close the book basically to match it. It would be nice to see that happen. Uh, But there's also rumors of, you know, Paige, you know whether she's going to show up uh, as a Raw person or a SmackDown person. If she's a SmackDown person what was it floating her out there as like the fifth woman in the match? Um, who, Who are you looking to see get this fifth spot? If, if it were my decision, I'd have it be Paige. Um, now, I know I'd be kind of, you know, and I, I would ride it out with them strong until then. I would move Paige to Raw, like, the second there, the, there's another uh, shakeup or, or draft or whatever. Uh, because most of Paige's feuds have been with women that are on SmackDown. But it would be a nice place to bring her back um, and put her in a match immediately. And it's a match where, you know, if she gets beat, she gets beat. It's fine. Um but I, and she, but the thing for me is she'd be in the ring with people that she's familiar with like the way SmackDown has been going right now like they're not really concerned they haven't really came up with like a B storyline for the women so like she'd kind of be you know kind of get herself reacclimated kind of fat or you know easier as off the spotlight uh, low pressure as opposed to like putting her in there and say oh yeah go out there and, care- and go out there with Asuka and get whooped of course but like go out there with Asuka for now <laughs> Um, I, I feel like the stakes. Would, I feel like that'd be a nice landing spot for her to be on uh, SmackDown for now. Um, the Nikki thing, they can do it. I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily the best thing in the world if they do it the way you know with the Nancy Kerrigan uh, redo thing with uh, like Natalya did to her last year mm-hmm. because you know she was just on Dance with the Stars. Uh, women love her. Uh, like, do you really want her to come back and be a, a heel? I don't know. Maybe it's a situation where, like, they, they're, they I don't know, like, where where something happens to Natty. Like, she, like, is popping off or some the rest of the team beats her up or something, like. And then they're like, yeah, we need a fifth person. And then it's like, who will it be? And then Shane is like, or Daniel Bryan backstage is like, you know, I have your, I have your, uh, I, I happen to make a call, you know, <laughs> or some shit like that. So, um but and look, isn't look isn't isn't that kind of stuff with with uh with Daniel Bryan calling on his family, giving his family uh preference treatment, and then the reason why uh why why uh Shane uh got his ass whooped by by AJ Styles earlier this year? Nah, they they out here um doing that on Raw. They just they just putting family in um <laughs> in these matches, you know uh you know they just inserting Triple H on a whim. So you know why can't we insert Nikki Bella on a whim? You know Daniel Bella. You know, is but, making but that call. But but that, but that's but that's different. Like Stephanie and them own the company. Shane or Daniel Bryan just works there. Like you see what I'm hey, saying? Like there's a difference. It don't matter. It's fake. I mean, 
If that's what we're gonna do, anything nothing ever got to escape, then I don't know what I don't know what to do with you then. Man. You might as well turn this shit off then. What a rant. That's a rant. That's a rant logic. Nothing ever nothing matters. Nothing can be critically uh looked at or whatever. No no one can actually like give it any critical thought. Why? Because it's all fake. Okay. Um Next, uh, Alexa Bliss is taking on Charlotte. Uh, for... Well, hold on. I want to. I want. I'll actually, real quick. Like, who out of the three? The, if those were the only three options, who who are you most like to see? I'm going with Nikki. You know, I, I'm a Nikki Bell fan, so I'm going with Nikki. Okay. If I had to rank them, it's um, Nikki Page and Natalia. Damn. Natalia was a champion, and she lost the belt, and you don't even want to see her on TV. Damn. I just it, I just haven't seen Paige in a while, and I think it would be interesting like to get her in there and get her going again. But at the same time, maybe you hold Paige Paige out so she doesn't have to do a job, and and you put Natty in there. Nah, bro. If, if, when Paige comes back, she's doing jobs. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like I, I'm not saying that she should be doing job, but like she's not finna be like they're not finna like treat her. They're not going to put her into the title picture like in the in the first three months. Hell no. You know, like uh, she's going to be out there doing work, and she's going to be out there getting beat on by like Nia Jackson, Oscar for like for like a month. Jeez, if she's on SmackDown, she'll probably be losing to Tamina or something, but uh, oh, or yeah. Carmella. Who, dude, <laughs> who is Carmella? Who is Carmella being clean? No idea. Anyone? No idea. Anyone? No idea. Yeah, because like think about it like this. She never beat Naomi clean. She never beat Natalia clean. She never beat Becky clean. Where, who else is there? She she won the Money in the Bank uh, ladder match clean the second time. That one clean. Uh, okay, she won it, but that wasn't clean. Like Elder still got his ass in the ring and then got on the ladder. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess it's a good a good time to stop off at, at the James Ellsworth detour. He's no longer with WWE. Um, if you want to talk about a hustler who basically, you know, he took his two minutes and turned it into a year and a half of, of WWE paychecks, and then after that, like, this man's getting booked forever on the indies now, and the price is going up. The price of the break is going up? Yes. Yeah, I... I... I felt like they should have kept them along until Carmella successfully cashed in and then dumped him. I feel like they should have had Strowman destroy him on Tuesday to pretty much end him. Like, pretty much how he, he came in with Strowman, and then Strowman could have caught him during that joint and gave him that running power slam through the LED board, and they'd be like, that would never, James Ellsworth died, rest in peace, we'll never have to see him again. Like, <laughs> I, I think that's what they should have did. But, um,. Yeah, shouts out to James Ellsworth. He definitely uh, he played his role, you know, and, and did his thing for a year. And, you know, it kind of just was the end of the line for him. It was time. Uh, I, and who knows? Who knows? He may get brought back one day. He might get brought back at, like, the gimmick battle royal. Yes. At, at WrestleMania uh, Hell. Uh, what was the, battle, the gimmick battle royals at WrestleMania 17, right? Yeah. All right. WrestleMania 34 coming up. Look, they bring they might bring that man back for just for that, and then bring like, that man back yeah. for the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Like, do something. Like, I feel like that man's gonna be like a cult figure. Like, anytime he comes back, so whatever. Um, somebody else giving him Ellsworth chance, like Goldberg chance. Ellsworth, yes. Um, somebody else that came back um, Tuesday was Ric Flair. Um, 
Flair has had a rough couple months uh, with his health. And um, recently they did the uh, documentary of the 30 for 30 uh, on ESPN. Did excellent ratings. And he was there as Charlotte won back the, the women's championship, becoming a five-time champion. Uh, and she's going in into a match with Alexa Bliss, who she's literally a foot taller than. Um, I definitely enjoyed seeing Flair there. Um, had I breathed the wrong way, I may have messed around and, uh, like water may have fallen out my eyes, but you know, I, 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 I breathed the right way and it did not. Um, uh, James, when Charlotte won that belt, uh, how was it for you over there? Did, did it start getting foggy? Yeah, bro. Like when his, when his music hit and then I was like, no, no. And then he walked out. I was like, "Oh, I'm getting up. I'm gonna get a cup of water. I'm not gonna be sitting here crying over no goddamn wrestling. I'm not doing it. I refuse." So, uh, yeah, I, I, I would have been out here crying uh, badly. It would have been on some uh, like some real Ric Flair, uh, Roy Williams, North Carolina tears for real. Uh, so <laughs> it was. So it was. Uh, it was. It was a great moment. Like I, I ended up rewatched it uh, on YouTube later. I watched the full thing about like. Uh, she did a really good. Apparently, she knew that he was actually backstage. Look, like, I would have had no. I would have had no idea. Yeah, it, but it, it looks like you go back and you see how like how like you know kind of off they were and everything. How she ran to him, um, and like I, I thought you know I thought like wow had I not you know saw had I not found that out I would thought that was that was legit that she did not know that he was there. Um, I thought it was a great moment. That's probably probably the most heartwarming moment of the year in wrestling on WWE television for me. Um, I thought that was great. I I I I love how she was like literally, you know, she couldn't even get out her promo. She was so emotional. I thought it was a great moment, and the, and the crowd was just the crowd loved her to death and wanted her to win. It was it was a great moment. Yeah, um, and now she's going against Alexa Bliss, who I feel like is the literal representation of everything Charlotte is not, and basically Charlotte has been the leader of. Um, this match, I'm sure, is is sure to divide um, a lot of the internet because Alexa Bliss has gained her own, you know, set of fans who say she's eclipsed the four horse women and whatever kind of bullshit that is on that side. Um, what are you expecting from this match, and what should happen? Um. <clears throat> well. It depends on what on what on where this match comes out on the card. Like if this match comes out after uh, the Survivor Series uh, women's uh, tag match, then like I'm expecting full on like Charlotte will win and they get cashed in on. Um, mm. I'm not gonna be happy about it, but that that could definitely be a thing. And then they you know pull a three way or whatever else at uh, at their Starcade house show or whatever else they're gonna do. Um. As far as like the match between those two, if it's if it's not involving like any type of story thing at the end, like uh, Carmella Cashin, then I think they'll have a I think they'll have a good match. Like Alessa Bliss can have a good can have a good match. She can have a solid match. Um, the thing is, like you're almost never except for what was that? Uh, except for what's that? Survivor Series Red Bull is fire. I can't remember. Like except for like what is is like you're never going to have a really good great match uh unless you're in there with sasha banks or somebody of that ilk and charlotte's of that ilk but 
it, it's tough sledding. Like you know, like there, there's only you know she's limited in the ring compared to a lot of the other women in the ring. When, when it comes to a big match setting, so uh, we'll see. Like you know, these are the two biggest push stars uh, in the women's division the last two years. So you know, in theory, this is a WrestleMania match if this was a women's match. LOL. Uh, so it's the big punch of Alexa versus the big boot of Charlotte. So, <laughs> um, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm hoping the bell rings and then we can just get this big boot for the one, two, three. But, um, you know, I, I feel like Charlotte should be going over here. You just put the belt on her. She shouldn't be losing already. You beat Alexa several, you beat Alexa several times, like on TV while she's a champion. And, um, based on the year that she's had, as far as being ridiculously pushed, I don't think she's hurt by a loss here. Um, nope. So, you know, Charlotte will prove her dominance. Uh, and the last match that um, we're going to look at is the one that's been built up on Twitter, of all places. And the Miz is kind of like, you know, poor Miz. He has, to, he has to go out there and fight Baron Corbin. Um, yeah, I'm not excited for this match at all. Um, the, the, the social media buildup will probably be more exciting than whatever the hell happens unless they want to go in there and work real stiff, which I don't think Miz is really about, you know, um, what do you make of this match, James? You know what Miz should do? Take the count out and walk out? Miz should walk up, should walk up to Vince, walk up to Vince, Stephanie, who, and, um, road, the road dog, uh, P.S. Hayes. Whoever else is back there and be like, I can't sell this match. Capital Records told me to, to sell, put this stuff, this match up my ass. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my fucking job over this. Like, it, bro, what? Are you, seriously, what are you supposed to do with this? Like, Corbin's, Corbin's not good. Like, and he's, and the thing is with him is he's much better in the ring than he is on the mic. And like, and for him, like his, his level of talent in the ring is is solely based on the fact that he's like athletic like he's not a stiff at all like he's so much far ahead so much uh far ahead of like athletically than he is like in the ring as far as like match like match experience and knowing where to be uh i actually watched a uh a match with him and aj styles on smackdown from i want to say it was like may this year whatever and i thought outside of matches like Wow, this is a really smartly well done match, and it's really solid, and it's laid out very well. Uh, how come I don't see like I see this match? And like how come I, like all Baron Corbin matches aren't just like this, right? And I thought to myself, oh, I know why, because he's not in the ring with AJ Styles every single week. <laughs> and, yeah, like if if you and the standard is you have to be in the ring with AJ Styles or in a three with AJ Styles and Ziggler or AJ Styles and uh, uh, Ty Dillinger for you to have a good match. Then you know you gonna have to get better. You just gonna have to. And we're at a point now where he's gonna have to get better, especially given the fact that he's gonna be in the ring with Miz, and the Miz can only do one match, like one type of match that get over. And he doesn't have in like Corbin doesn't bring to the table the the component to make that match work, which is sympathy of being a babyface and the fact that Miz is unlikable. Miz is gonna be the likable guy in here, like unless he's gonna pull some new day. People love us, even though we're going to be cheating left and right. I don't know how this match is going to work. I think Baron Corbin at this this rate is like a poor man psycho Sid in that respect, um, where he can always go out there with Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels and it's straight, but you put him with somebody else and we got issues. Um, 
Yeah. You know, hold on, real quick. You know what's funny? Right now, if you told me who should be U.S. champion, you know who I would say should be U.S. champion right now at this very moment? Who? Gender. Yeah, well, well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Not, not even the fact of the anti-American thing. Like, he comes out, he'll hold the title, uh, he, whatever. But, like, his heat, like, as a heel act, he is so far. I mean, and granted, like, obviously, like, he's been in the main event. He's been pushed to the, he's been over pushed. Pushed to the whatever. gills. I was going to say, I almost said pushed to the gills, yeah. <laughs> like, his act is so much better than Corbin's act that, like, Corbin looks like he shouldn't, like, he shouldn't even be on WWE, and like that's just—I mean, there are plenty of guys that are just that. Are, there are plenty of guys that are just his body build that have been in WWE that he that he you know that Corbin is athletically like just miles ahead of over the years. But like, there's nothing there as far as like like you can look at his just, face and there's just like there it's a blank slate. His face is like a blank slate. There's like there's no expression. There's no like, like I, I I don't I like. I kind of like Corbin, but at the same time, it's just like, yo, there's a lid on him, like, that he's struggling to break uh, free of, and if he's not wrestling somebody really good, I don't know, it it just doesn't quite, you know, it doesn't quite (laughs) curl, you know. Like, there's there's nothing there, there's like, there, I mean... There's something there in the ring if he's in there with somebody that's really good or can help him lay out a match or whatever. But as far as him doing it on his own, I mean, the president, like, I don't know how that dude's getting a push, but not, but not like a solo push like that, but not Bray, or not Bray Wyatt, but not, not like Luke Harper. Like, they're, they're not even in the same stratosphere. Like, they're not even doing the same thing. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the guys that aren't on the card. I'm glad you brought up Luke Harper, but Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, Kevin Owens, I might might add, who was the main event winner of the last pay-per-view who beat Shane McMahon, is not on the pay-per-view. Yep. I don't know if that's for storyline reasons or anything like that, but it just looks odd it's gotta on his be, face. Right? It's got to be. It has to be for storyline reasons. If they don't show up, like, that's just bad booking. Yeah. And that's saying something considering, like, what they've done over the last two weeks. Like, this has been some, like, great booking the last two weeks. Of oh, what my they've gosh. Done with, uh, with, we, what I'm they, glad you brought to that this up. card and what they've done on TV, especially this week. I feel like this week of TV might have been the best week of TV, like, all year. <laughs> this build from pay-per-view, this pay-per-view cycle has been the best one of the year. I am willing to say that. It has been just, like, so many feel-good moments for fans, so many incredible things, like, happening in the ring, like, just good matches, logical shit building it up the right way, promo work. Like, it's all come together. If WWE booked like this, at least throughout the year, we would have no, we would have no complaints. Or we have some complaints. We have some complaints, obviously, but it would just, everything in WWE would feel so much better than when they're constantly just antagonizing us. It's like, yo, y'all is really salting our intelligence with this shit. Yep. Like, I mean, there are, there are gripes to have where, like, you know, uh, for example, my, my one of my gripes I was actually going to mention was how many dudes in the uh, Survivor Series tag team match for the men are older than Nick, than Mickey James, right? Like, right, so right. there's Angle, there's Angle, there's uh, there's Triple H, there is uh, what Cena, who's forty now. Yep. 
there's Shane, who is older than all the niggas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Mickey James is, like, 38, and then, like, everybody else... is like, uh, 37. Like, them are, like, about that same age, right? So... Nobody got called old. It, sorry? Nobody got called old. Nobody, one, nobody got called old, and two, like, they're all on in the match as opposed to, like, Mickey, who acquitted herself so well... Um, and her little one-off feud with uh, with Alexa, like, she takes the pin, she left off the card, even though, like, you did the whole thing before where Alexa, or sorry, where Alicia says that she needs Banks but doesn't say anything about Bailey. Bailey looks conflicted. And then, like, it looked like they were setting up the, they were putting, laying down the marks to have a Sasha, Bailey, you know, you know, uh, tension there. Split. But they, like, they, they said, nah, never mind. Like, Bailey's going to earn her way in. Uh, Mickey, who just did this great job with Alexa, go away. Why? Because you're old, and the whole storyline was you're old. It's like, uh, I didn't like that. But, like, that's that's the kind of small thing that, small criticism that you can give it for what they've done over the last two weeks. It's been inc- it's been really, really good. Really good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jason Jordan, I think we need to talk about him a little bit. Um, Jason Jordan was absolutely executed Monday night uh, by the audience, in front of the audience, for the audience, um, you know, for us, by us, and against us. Like, <laughs> he he looked so sorry in so many different ways over this past, you know, um, you know month or so. They had him throwing vegetables at the drifter. Um, they had him <laughs> coming out there on Raw uh, doing a guitar on a pole match and getting booed out the building when he, against the drifter, Against the drifter. James, your mic is muted. I don't know what you, what you were saying. Sorry. Yeah. I, I muted because I had to sneeze. Sorry. Uh, I have a question. Who's had a worse, like, two weeks? Uh, Jason Jordan's last two weeks with the match on a polo match and then uh him getting injured and the crowd cheering for being injured and then him getting, you know, screwed over by, by Triple H in front of his dad and him look sound like a whiny stimuling bitch. Or uh what happened to Corbin right before SummerSlam where he gets called a dumpster fire, uh he cashes in and loses and then he gets and then he gets drugged by Cena and, and while Cena wasn't even on his A game he's goofing off. I still Which think worse? I still think it's Corbin, but uh Jason Jordan is gonna have more long-term effect. <laughs> like, like if he's not turning, right, which it could it could happen, and then also, to me, that's an admission of failure. That's once again, you can't make a baby face. So what do you have to do? You have to turn him. And, you know, the counter-argument to that is, well, they were setting up to turn the whole time. We don't know that. Like... <laughs> uh, they were setting up to turn. If they were set up to turn him, then, like... I don't know. Like they were set up to turn him, they could have did something besides this because they came out. And they, they sure know how to get a baby face booed. Yeah, they were trying. They were trying to turn him. They were trying to like push him as a face after the after the angle thing. And then now they're at a point where now we're like either a, they're just basically putting the brakes on him right now, or b, they're putting the brakes on him so they can turn him. One to two. Yeah. Um, basically, when Bray Wyatt cheered, uh, Bray Wyatt whooped his ass. They all cheered. It, this has felt really close to Rocky Maivia. Uh, all we're missing is a die Jason die chant. That's all we're missing at this point. And na 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 na, yeah, or na 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 na. Hey hey, it was about as the the, the modern day equivalent 
uh, of whatever the hell, uh, you know, Die Rocky Die would be now. Um, yeah. It, it was tough to see it for that guy because all he's done is pretty much get assigned a bad gimmick and have good matches for the most part. And it's just like, poor guy, essentially. <laughs> like, they, um, you know, it, and I mentioned this on Chad's show before, it's like, it's weird, like, they have no idea how to handle African-American baby faces. Like, they they make them just be smiley, athletic dudes, and it's like they can't quite handle them. Like, they're, like, the only ones that you can really say is, like, the New Day, and they have ultimate freedom to be who they are. Now, I don't know who Jason Jordan is. You know, I don't know what makes him tick. I don't know, like, his sense of humor. I don't know, like... Whatever the hell, he, I just know he's an athlete, and yeah, and for it's a trope, it's a it's, yes, a it's definitely a trope. Like you know, and it's like I imagine everyone else looking at it like, oh, he's boring. Like he's just like Apollo Cruz. What's the difference? Uh, I would say that except uh, like Jason Jordan has four or five inches of height. Other than, that, other than that, yeah, the same same thing. Like they have no personality. We don't know if they can or cannot talk. Uh, and they and they both sat and they're both pretty soft spoken. So they both be like, "Oh, get them out of here," you know. Right. And no one no one has time for a soft spoken wrestler. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it it's rough to see like what's kind of happening with him. And it's like, you know, I seen Jason Jordan a couple years ago at an NXT show. I was like, man, that dude could be like a future world champion or whatever. And he looks the part. Yeah, and he's definitely like, and he can definitely wrestle the part. And. Yep. It's like there's just something that that didn't click, and it was their booking. Like that, that's that's all it was. And I hope the guy gives a chance. Like it's unfortunate that he has to go down the heel road, but maybe it'll be better for him in the long run. And maybe they'll get a clue what to do with Roman Reigns, because this is you know this is only going on for this amount of time, and it looks like he's headed for a turn. Right? It's been going on how long for Roman? Jeez, the, I mean, the 2015 Royal Rumble was so long ago, dude. Bro, uh, every day like, it gets more damning. I mean, yeah, like me and Finisher actually had a, because he's review, he's uh, actually going to rank, just like how he did the SummerSlam events, he's going to rank uh, Royal Rumbles. And he had mentioned that he was going over reviewing uh, 2015 Rumble. And I and like I was just like, dude, this is, even Finisher, the internal album is like, this is a dumpster fire. Yeah. Is really bad, and I've talked about the, this match at length in columns. I've talked about it here on this podcast. Like, it is literally the moment where there's a fork in the road, like <laughs> that they came to, and they decide to go one way, um, and, and it all kind of everything kind of changed about uh, WWE during this decade. Then, and I don't know if we're better for it. You know, I, I, I'm not sure if we're better for it. Um, but yeah, man. I, see, look, see, look, see. We we just praised them for how long, and we went and talked about start talking about some old shit, right? Yeah, you know, we so, got that. Uh, we got we got to stay consistent with the gimmick, you know, consistency, James. <laughs> you know. Wow. <laughs> wow. And so, what else is on the card? Uh, that was it. I mean, you got Enzo Amore and Kalisto for the cruiserweight belt, oh, which shit, no one gives a fuck. That. Like, I don't. Look. <laughs> Uh, I, want, I want no. I want you to ask me like, come up with a question to ask me about about this match. Go ahead. All right. Um. So Enzo More is defending the uh, championship against Kalisto. James, do you care? No. Fuck him. 
that's yeah. Like I had I had nothing for that. Like I don't, dude. They're just <clears throat> they just ain't gonna try. Like, like as long as they got Enzo with the belt. I heard that Neville. I heard that Neville may not actually be done with the company. <clears throat> like that's you know. I hope he comes back to save us all. Hopefully, not even that. Hopefully, he comes back on the main roster. Yeah, you know, have him have him take the belt off of Baron Corbin. Like bring him back as a babyface. Like, yeah, <laughs> do yeah, that. Yeah, give us a, give give us an underdog babyface to cheer for. Like we know we've seen that man wrestle on the main roster. We've seen how dominant he was on the. Uh, <clears throat> we saw how dominant he was on NXT. Bring him back uh, in whatever fashion and make him basically be like. I don't know if I can say this because it's WWE, but my basically make him like the new age Benoit, where he comes out, he's a killer. He can do, he can do baby face oh, on heel. Oh, I didn't think about the killer thing. I'm sorry, I wasn't even thinking about that. I meant like, I meant like killer in the ring. I'm sorry, my bad. I didn't even. Yeah. I seriously, I was like, I seriously was in the middle of talking, and he started laughing. I was like, wait, what's he laughing about? I was like, oh my god, I said Benoit a killer. Oh my bad. I didn't, I didn't, I really did not mean that. I'm embarrassed now, but like. I would come out there and be an ass kicker, and and then go from there. Well, these hiller face, whatever, maybe maybe make him a heel because you know he's he's small and that's what gets him over is fact that he cheats or whatever, and he's cunning, tactical guy like whatever. But like he needs to be he, if he comes back, he needs to be on the main roster. He does not need to be there. He like that dude's graduated out of there. Yes, after the sad. Yes. Um, don't nobody deserve to be on 205 Live. Like, that's a death sentence for, for, for these dudes. Like, they're in the hole on 205 Live. <laughs> um, yeah, man, but I think that's going to wrap the show up. Uh, thank you guys for checking out the show. Uh, make sure you guys check out the SMC podcast, as well as the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, which is the new edition on uh, so, the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Um, coming to us, I believe, from Scotland, I, I believe. I'll have to double-check on that. But, um, yeah, man, um, I actually want to go through, I, I, you know, when AJ Styles won the championship uh, from Jinder Mahal, I created a celebration playlist uh, of feel-good music, you know, to describe <laughs> the moment, the situation, the feeling, and everything else. So I'm going to play a little bit, you know, of that, that and also release the playlist for y'all to check out and listen to anytime something good happens to you. You can check it out. So, number one. <laughs> we're, we're talking over it, so, you know, I don't think we had to worry about that. You know. You know, we got Ain't No Stopping Us Now. Oh, man. It's going to be great. Yeah, man, so AJ won that title, and I was just like... We, we let off with um, celebration, of course, and cooling the gang. So, bro, I dare you to play that. You said what? I dare you to play that Kanye and see if that shit does. <laughs> <laughs> and that Kanye or Jay Z, they'll, they'll rip that shit off the internet so quick. I'm like, y'all suckers! Like, they ain't nobody trying to trying to like scream. Like, y'all always want to extra extra scream off of something. God damn! Leave it alone. So, yes, these are the good times, you know. You know, when AJ Styles put that WWE title above his head, 
And then when Jinder Mahal started fighting the Singh brothers, it was excellent. It was just like, leave my WWE championship alone. Quit bringing your mediocre wrestling up to this level. You know, feel real good. So good. So good. I got And this next song is dedicated to AJ Styles. You know, welcome to the good life where AJ Styles is the WWE champion. No, no, Jesus, no. <laughs> you know, you know, if we want to, if we just want some music for it to be a victory lap, you know, what you know about this? This is the ultimate victory lap. He's already dead. What are you doing? <laughs> why, are you punch, why are you out here punching Sam over and punching out a dead body? Punching the casket. Artist. Punching the casket. Um, and also T.I. from Atlanta. Uh, and, you know, AJ Styles. Hey, is George is hopping to skip away. Yeah, it, it's right there, you know. Um, wow. Here's another song. Celebration from the game and Chris Brown a couple years ago. Let us stay high. Let's see what else we got. So, like, after AJ Styles got that title back, it was just like, can't hold them down no more. They, they can't hold them down the mid card no more. Why, why, the, why the main event is in shambles? They can't, they can't put them with Baron Corbin no more. You know, it's just feel good music. Let me turn this off. I'll mess around and play this whole song. But when, you know, when AJ Styles got that belt, I, I just felt so good. You know, you know, it was just something about it. You know, it, it's just fun music. Just, 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 just groove with me. You know, and when I um, when I saw AJ Styles get that championship back. AJ Styles was already a star, right? But it felt like he was reborn. So. Clap for AJ Styles, goddammit. Get up out your chair and clap for AJ Styles right now. What up? And you know, when you're at sporting events and, and your team is winning, they might just, you know, play some some real good, you know, music to, to keep everybody hype and turn. You know? 
Whoop, there it is. Especially in, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies, if you watch any of these games in the playoffs, pretty much every other team in the league started copying the style after that. Whoop, there it is. Then look, bring us a little something a little bit more, you know, more triumphant. They, you know, they cannot hold us. They they can't keep the they can't keep AJ down. This for us. You really feel like this is a real breakthrough, huh? Look, this is for us. Like, <laughs> this is for us. <laughs> we had to deal with six months of bullshit. They, look, they, they murdered the blue show for six months after AJ Style kept that shit hot as an oven. Like, you know. Yes, AJ Styles is the man, everybody. Best believe, AJ Styles is the man, and you can run and tell everybody. You know, real triumphant out here on you boys. AJ should change the music to this. Come on out. And James, you know. Of course, I was spoiled on this before I ever seen it, so I tuned in knowing AJ Styles was going to win the championship. So, that night, I just had a good feeling something was going to happen. So, I end the playlist with this. It's so good to be back. It's so good to see the WWE Championship on the best. You know. I got a feeling that tonight's gonna be when I got that notification, tonight, that I knew what it was. It was 4 p.m. on Tuesday. I knew that less than six hours later, on my computer that I would see AJ Styles win the WWE Championship for the second time and at the same time end six months of trolling of bullshit of motherfuckers that have ruined my summer on Twitter trying to defend this garbage just just yeah just assheads you know um you know, we Chad Matthews might let Dave finish show back on the show now. You know, so so Dave, you should be happy too. You're free, Dave. Free, Dave, Chad. But you know, we gonna fade it out right there. But um, as you can see, I was pretty happy about that. I'm gonna release the playlist in there if anybody wants to download it. I was so turned that um, I accidentally pulled the mic out.
or the uh, cord out the mic. But um, that's going to wrap up the show. Thank you guys for listening and rocking with our uh, celebration and all that. Um, we will be back, I don't know, maybe Sunday. Um, not sure, but make sure you guys, if you guys noticed at the beginning of the show, we had Kenny Omega on the front of that. Uh, Shouts out to him, uh, who I ran into at the uh, show. Um, with the Ring of Honor show, I met him and also met the Young Bucks. Super cool dudes, and uh, he was able to hook us up with a drop for One Nation Radio. So uh, make sure you tweet at Kenny Omega and thank him. So we're going to get him out of here, James. Later, fools. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 